This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com. Now let's get on to the episode. Do you like what you hear on this podcast? Then I bet you'd enjoy my email community too. You can join by going to storiesthatsing.net forward slash lesson plan sampler. Again, that's storiesthatsing.net forward slash lesson plan sampler. Not only will you get great tips for all things music teachers, but you'll also get three free lesson plans. See you there. elementary music teacher who's frustrated and overwhelmed? I'm Jeanette Shorey, a happy music teacher who loves teaching every day, but it wasn't long ago I was in your shoes. Join me Wednesdays to help you find happy in your music classroom. I'm here in, believe it or not, my dorm room, and I am surrounded by brown furniture And just, it's been very interesting because I haven't stayed in a dorm room for, oh my gosh, like 40 years. So it's been a little bit of a shock to the system. And the reason I'm in a dorm room is because I am at the fabulous University of St. Thomas taking ORF Level 3, which has been so very exciting and such a wonderful experience so far. I am headed to day three after this recording. I got to thinking about an idea for you after the first couple of days of this. I got a notice Before my flight took off and I had a connection, I was flying from Birmingham into Chicago and then from Chicago, I was headed on to Minneapolis, which is where the University of St. Thomas is. And I got a notice that it was going to be late and then it got progressively later, 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 all that to say that my flight was delayed so much that I missed my connection in Chicago. Got on the phone with Southwest Airlines and I have to tell you I am a Southwest Airlines super fan because they are all about customer service in a way that most airlines are not but that's a whole other story. So I got on the phone with them and they were able to arrange for me to get into Chicago and then leave at 5.40 a.m. the next morning. And I got on that flight, I went to Chicago, I stayed overnight in a very lovely hotel, and then flew into Minneapolis the next morning. I got here about 7 a.m. And it was like Alexander's terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day. I mean, I got up really early. That's not such a big deal. It was like, 345. And I didn't sleep on the plane. I tried to sleep on the plane, couldn't sleep on the plane. I ended up, I I got in, I had a lovely Uber driver. I got to University of St. Thomas. And then by the time I walked to the dorms and set all my stuff down, and then I had to actually find where I was going and I'm not great with directions. And then 
so I was late to movement class and then the day went on from there. And then when I was in recorder class, the recorder teacher pulled me aside afterwards and was like, now I had not reviewed my alto recorder at all and hadn't played soprano recorder in a bit and really like I don't play it play it I really probably should play it more and that is going to be a goal for the future to play both of them more but I I didn't play either of it hadn't hadn't played the alto since last summer and the soprano I played you know a bit but but I do like what B A G and then um high C and high D is usually I don't know maybe you have students that get further than that but we don't spend more than about a, a quarter on recorder because you know I'm doing other things with them as well so you may spend the whole year and that is fabulous if you do but we usually don't get very far sometimes we'll get you know into the lower notes we'll do like low E and that sort of thing D but you know, so the teacher pulled me aside afterwards and she was like, can I give you a lesson tomorrow? And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm getting a recorder lesson. So, so the day went on from there. It was just kind of that sort of day. And then when I went to lunch, I was lost coming back. And so I was late for recorder class and I missed the first little part where she did some review and she really was doing like a listen to everybody and, and find out how they played without actually pulling us aside to do that. So that happened and then it was just kind of that sort of day. Then I get back and I look in my linen package and I find out that I don't have a towel. I only had a washcloth and the place was closed already and you know just easy mistake to make but so I didn't have a towel and I had to get up the next morning and dry myself off with a washcloth. So it, that happened and then I was like, you know what, Jeanette, this is enough. You need to stop with the pity party. And I had already kind of thrown myself a little pity party and had um, called Randy, my partner, and been like, oh, you know, to him and all that. And so, so I did, I threw myself a little bit of a pity party. And I wanted to talk to you today a little bit about how to recover when something bad happens and you really don't like it. And to be honest, almost nothing is in our control, right? Especially as music teachers, we do not usually have our fingers on the pulse of what's going on in our school. Every once in a while, we get to make some decisions there, but most of the decisions are made for us, including when to eat and when to pee. And I was actually having a discussion about that with some of the music teachers here last night that, you know, it's like, you want me to go through four 45 minute classes and not have any time? I mean, that doesn't even make sense. I one time had a schedule that I had 10 classes in a row and I think I had like, one tiny little break in between maybe 15 minutes or something not even enough time to eat and lunch was after this the cafeteria had closed so you know we just don't have any control over what's happening in our lives and that includes sometimes our per personal lives and so i'm going to give you three strategies today to help you get through those 
big things or even the little things that happen that just kind of mess up your day or to be honest, sometimes mess up your life. So strategy number one, throw yourself a little pity party. And I know that sounds like, are you kidding me right now? But call your bestie and just, you know, have a little wah-wah session with your bestie. Don't do it with your partner. They don't tend to understand pity parties and they don't always want to hear it. But if you have a partner who is great with that kind of stuff, then throw a pity party with your partner and be like, wow, 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 all this happened and it was so bad. And then, you know, and just throw yourself a pity party. It's okay to do that because it's, it's really, it makes you feel better, you know, complaining sometimes. I mean, how many times do you call somebody and be just like, I just need to vent for a second. So that is okay to do. And it is okay to kind of wallow in it a little bit. I mean, we have to do that, right? It's like you feel sorry for yourself. You're like, I'm, I'm this and I'm that and it's not fair. And, you know, it's okay to do that. So do that. Throw yourself a little pity party. Then strategy number two, you need to regroup, right? You need to try to fix it if you can. And if you can't fix it, then maybe try to find a workaround to make it better. How do you do that? How do you make a situation that doesn't feel good better? You do that by finding a workaround. So when I was teaching that schedule that was 10 classes in a row, first of all, I went to the principal and I didn't just go to the principal. My entire team went to the principal and we were like, this schedule is not working and here's why. And we didn't do, this is how it's affecting us. We did, this is how it's affecting the children because this is how it's affecting our teaching. And we just, you know, sort of laid everything on the table and then we gave her some other options. So we had gone through and one of the teachers was really good at scheduling. That is not my wheelhouse. So I tried, but I I had to go to her and I was like, can you help with this? Because this is just not working. And we, we just came up with some other solutions and believe it or not, she ended up changing her mind and going with another schedule. We had to deal with that schedule, I think for maybe a quarter. It may have even been a semester. I I think maybe till the, till the second semester. So we did have to deal with it for a while, but we were able to go and talk to her and she actually changed the schedule to something that was more reasonable. So you have to find a way to, especially if you're talking to your principal, make it about the students because in the long run, it is about the students. Because if you are going the whole day without being able to eat, without being able to really take a brain break, then you are not the effective teacher that you need to be. And if you approach your principal, they are usually, not always, I know not always, but usually your admin is going to be 
approachable and you know if you approach them with an actual solution and you don't just go in and go wah 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 then they are going to at least take it into consideration in most cases that does not mean that they're always going to change it because i did have another situation like that years later and that principal we did go to her with a with a solution but for whatever reason she wasn't able to change things so you know you can you can do that you can try and regroup and fix things and it doesn't always work right so if it doesn't work then your next option is to focus on the positive for my schedule situation what i did was i took my day in little bitty pieces so I would say to myself, okay, there's only two more kindergartens because we had everything grouped where it was like all the kindergartens came in then all the first grades came in and I had fifth grade at the end of the day. And so I would go, okay, I've only got two more kindergartens to go. And then I've only got two more second grades to go, whatever. So that was one of the ways that I tried to get through the day in a way that made it okay for me. And then I focused on the students and I focused on the joy that I was bringing them because that is always my first focus is to make sure that my students are joyful when they're creating music, that nothing is too hard for them. And there are ways to do that to make sure you're building your curriculum so that things are not too hard. I, we were talking last night about we played through this piece that was pretty hard and the way that Jay our teacher broke it down was amazing like we loved the pedagogy behind it because he broke it down into these little tiny baby pieces and we started with just some body percussion and he sort of adjusted us to the to the rhythm of the piece with the body percussion and then we got to sort of do some sharesies where we created our own body percussions within those parameters of that rhythm and then we kind of mixed it up and we did different forms we did like a a a a and then we did a a b a and then we did a a b a prime and you know we just broke it into these different forms and it was probably about a 45 minute lesson and then we went to the instruments and he started breaking it into tiny little chunks and you know we we learned the tiny little chunks and by the end we were playing all the parts and i am not an instrumentalist if you if you don't know this about me yet i am a vocalist and i just sometimes struggle with you know, the instrumental, like, especially if it's fast. And if you are a vocalist, hopefully you feel me on this. And if you are an instrumentalist, count yourself very lucky that you don't struggle with that. I'm sure you struggle with your things. Cause like I was talking to a woman last night who was a band teacher originally before she became elementary and fell in love. And she was saying how she's not confident in her voice. So, you know, we all have our things, but I digress. So we were just talking about how he broke it into these tiny little pieces and I even at the end was able to play the whole thing at tempo and that is 
a struggle for me. And I, I constantly am during, I took level two last summer and I felt the same way. And I thought to myself, you need to get over this because I feel not confident in my abilities as an instrumentalist. And I, I feel like, you know, people are listening to me and going, Oh my gosh, she's really not that good. Right. So, and so we all have those struggles and I totally digress there, but you know, this is what I do. So we were talking about how he broke it into these tiny chunks and we loved the idea of teaching our students and that is what we do right we teach them in these tiny baby chunks so that is another way let's say that you're having a situation where you really want your students to learn this you know massive piece but you've only got 30 minute classes and maybe you're on a rotation and you only see your students twice in a month right so you can still teach them, you're gonna be doing a lot of review, but you can still teach them in say a three month period, a piece for a program that is just fabulous and they feel good about by breaking it into these tiny baby chunks. And so, so there's always a way to regroup and focus on the positive. Let's get back to focusing on the positive. So think about some ways that you can take your situation and focus on the positive. Let's go back and do a quick review. When something big and bad happens that you don't want, number one, throw yourself a little pity party. It is okay to do that. Number two, regroup, try to find some solutions. If you can't find a solution, then your best bet is to try to find some ways to make the situation better for you. And number three, focus on the positive. That is going to be key anytime there's a situation that is out of your control and that you don't like. Let me give you one bonus tip. Don't do it on your own. Make sure that you talk to your partner, talk to your bestie, talk to another music teacher. If you don't have anybody to talk to that understands your world, reach out to me. I am so happy to help. If you got some great tips and tidbits that are going to help you become a happy music teacher, I would be so thankful if you'd leave me a review. Thanks so much for your time. Well, that's all I have for you today. But before I go, let me remind you, keep learning, keep growing, and keep being fabulous you.